0: Hello, and welcome back to Idle Talk. In this episode, we discuss the songs we just can't get enough of, whether they're new releases or just new to us, from some of our faves in the K-pop industry. This episode will cover Teddy Bear by Stacey, Killer by Key, Catch featuring Hwasa by Epic High, and Cry for Love by Baekhyun. Stay tuned, because we got you covered with the K-pops.
1: Hi everyone, welcome to Idol Talk, where we explore South Korean pop culture one obsession at a time. My name is Nathan and I'm your host.
0: Hey everyone, it's Ashley, and I just want to say catch me at the NCT LA show on April 18th. I haven't purchased the tickets yet because they haven't gone on sale, but I will <laughs> fucking be there.
2: <laughs> Wherever
0: in that stadium, I will be there.
1: Whatever stadium it is.
0: I know. I'm curious how many people they think they can get. Like, is this the forum? Is this... SoFi? SoFi? Imagine. What is the Staples Center called now? Crypto. It's called Crypto Arena. Crypto.com. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: We'll see. We'll see. More details we'll see. soon.
3: Hey, everyone. I'm Chris, co-host, and I may physically decease If I do not get any of these August D on tour tickets on, I think they go on sale next week in March. I already like pre-warned my husband. I was like, get ready for this credit card charge. Like I'm going to go all out. (laughs) Like you have no one. No, you do not understand that this is like the moment for me. So yes, pray for me, please help me get these tickets.
1: Doing, like, multiple, I feel like there will be I
3: hope so, but... Yeah, there's three days Yeah, there will be LA. definitely
1: opportunities.
3: But we all know the whole ordeal that Ticketmaster is going through right now, that they're finally exposed, and Army just in general, and, like, yeah, I just... I'm afraid. I'm very, it's, very afraid. It's
0: better to be safe than sorry. I, I know. Follow all the steps. Read the fine print. According to Casey, reading out loud helps with <laughs> comprehension. It's true. Yes. <laughs>
1: it's true. Annotate. So, annotate. Annotate <laughs> if needed.
3: <laughs> so yes. So I believe it goes on sale next week. I forgot. I I I'm ready. I renewed my dang army membership just for these tickets. I'm kind of. I'm a little upset that I did that. They got me right when it was gonna expire but whatever.
0: Oh, it's
3: Yungi yeah. so.
0: I Sammy told me that she, um, someone was trying to use her to buy tickets because they didn't buy an army membership, and she was like, just buy it. It's $20. Yeah,
3: yeah, it was 22 and, now.
0: Yeah, so I'm going to buy it. Buy it. Because I'm trying to buy tickets as well. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> okay, Gabe. Alright, hello everybody, it's Gabe, resident K-pop extremist, um, I'm formally adopting that title, and I just wanted to give a shout out to Brave Girls, it's been, I don't know if you've heard, but Brave Girls is finally calling it quits after all these years, um, they released a single titled Goodbye, and it's kind of like a slow, of y yeah, I know. It's like, I wanted a bop.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. it was out of character, but not out of character for me the situation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Did they release anything else? Like, why they're disbanding?
2: Uh, I don't know, honestly. Yeah. I just saw <laughs> that they were disbanding and released the single, but I haven't really put too much research into it um i think that there just wasn't
1: a lot of information that came out of it like it was just this is it
0: this is
3: the
1: end Yeah,
0: the whole thing's crazy
1: yeah and we were just talking about how like if it wasn't gonna happen for them this year they might have fallen off so i guess that prediction wasn't that far out
2: Yeah, wait, when did we make that prediction? Like, not so long ago. Remember, we
1: were like, they need, like, a really strong digital year this year, and if they didn't, it would be hard for them to rebound back, so... (laughs) Maybe that empty last year was hard for them.
2: Yeah. Anyways. Well, goodbye to Brave
1: Girls. Goodbye to Brave Girls. They will forever, right, have one of the highest charting songs of all time, period. So I guess that's not a bad career. I know, yeah. So, I'm sure...
0: One of the best comeback stories.
1: (laughs) Of, like, all time. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. Thank you to our listeners for all tuning in. Uh, We're back with another episode, and we're going to do another roundup of K-Bops, and Gabe is going to start us off this time.
2: All right. So, this time around, I'm recommending a song that was released around Valentine's Day, I think it was on Valentine's Day itself, and it's Stacey's latest lead single called Teddy Bear. is kind of a feel-good song as I said, released on February 14th um, the music video is kind of cute with some like teddy bear type outfits mixed in there it was kind of giving furry <laughs> but that's kind of besides the point point. Um, and the lyrics, I didn't understand what they meant, kind of just reading the English translation, so I looked it up And according to my search the song is about making mistakes in life and how it's okay because it's our first time living it and -hmm. there's no need to rush or worry so it's a very simple kind of cute concept um kind of very happy-go-lucky type of song and they had a few animated scenes in there with like a lot of pink and bright colors um yeah, I think it was a pretty solid release all around. They peaked at number 56 on the Gaon digital chart and wow. sold almost 270,000 units of the single album in the first week. Uh, they also wow. got 32 million music uh, music video views on YouTube, mm. and they have three music show wins. So far. Yeah. Um, I have a question,
1: Gabe. So... You said that the song was a little bit about, oh, like, don't worry about, was it like, you're living your life for the first time, so don't worry about mistakes or don't worry about it kind of thing?
2: Yeah, something I love. So about.
1: then where does the teddy bear come in? <laughs> yeah, You know, I really don't know. Honestly. <laughs> or it's just, that's the, the graphic that they were going with too. It's kind of like a, it's a cute teddy bear, but it's also a little bit edgy.
3: Yeah, at least the album cover, too. Like, you have the, like, dark, like, royal purple with black color scheme on the the album art.
2: Yeah. The way I saw it, it was kind of like they were using the teddy bear imagery to kind of signal, like, if you're, like, you know, you're doing stuff. I feel like the music video kind of communicated it where it's, like, you're... The, they were in an environment that was like supposedly to be serious so like there's a mm-hmm. scene where they're all in like a library or something
3: mm-hmm. and then
2: one of the girls gets up and like starts dancing to the choreo of the song and then there was another one where they're on like the school bus and the same thing happens so it's kind of I feel like the teddy bear image was kind of a proxy for like not taking things too seriously uh,
0: whatever the situation sense. may
2: be um so it's, I don't know, that's my interpretation. I thought it was a little bit difficult to kind of understand <laughs> everything, to be quite honest. Not everything
1: but... is supposed to be like fully comprehensible and fully like, <laughs> everything has a meaning <laughs> kind of thing, I guess. Yeah. That's
0: true. It's like Come it's on. okay
1: to just have a song about a teddy bear or with a song with a teddy bear. It's not even
0: a song about a teddy bear. I mean, a, a song bear.
1: with a teddy bear symbol attached to it
2: and It not having really any strong meaning. It's okay. I think part of it also was they released it on February 14th, which is Valentine's Day. Sure. And so, like, I don't know how much Mm. that factored into it, but maybe they intended to release just, like, a fun Valentine's Day song about, like, a teddy bear. And then it turned into, and they, like, had to find meaning after (laughs) the fact. So that might have been what happened. I'm not totally sure.
3: After they released it, Hmm?
2: or like after they conceived of the concept of the teddy bear and Valentine, yeah, yeah, Um. like maybe they like put made the song, planned everything out, and then they're like, okay, we need to assign some type of deeper meaning, and so they just (laughs) came up with it. Yeah, because the chorus is literally just they say teddy bear, and they're like. Ooh, 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 like that's it teddy they just say teddy bear, bear throughout the whole chorus
1: <laughs> it was good uh, i, I like the song a
3: lot i liked
1: yeah, it a if lot you, yeah if you
0: don't look at the lyrics like you just never buy them it, and you just listen to the music it's a bop
2: yeah yes. for sure yes
0: yes which is exactly what i'm doing because like i don't understand Korean. Mm-hmm. So when I'm listening to it, I'm You're just kind of dancing like yeah
1: kind of thing it's fine right. like what's the Coffee. big deal
2: we need songs like that
0: <laughs> and it's great it's great yeah um, the
2: was was super 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 or or i not not know cute cute it was was super simple like like a like like it's a good choreo for like tiktok challenges because yeah. there's a lot of like duo kind of choreo pieces where you mm-hmm. have to like dance with other people and like yeah 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 and it's so, like that yeah. could be fun for collabs and stuff
0: I really like the the um it, like the patty cake duo choreo that they were doing and then I think their point move was literally like a teddy bear move it's like where this like, right I yeah I think they were, they yeah Yeah, they were, like, making the... The the ears by (laughs) the head. the ear shape with their hands and then, like, reaching outward. Yeah, it's cute. I think they were really going for the teddy bear concept. Well, good. And they were, like, they really, really went for it. Like, the girls had teddy bear heads on. There were teddy bears in the background. There were people dressed up in teddy bear outfits. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um. It was a lot. I after Stacy released this, I had just gone back at, to look at Stacy's discography, and they they have bangers. That's so all. Like they last year they did "Run to You" and they did "Beautiful Monster," and mm-hmm. unknowingly yeah. those were two of my favorite songs of probably 2022. <laughs> um. So. I'm Annoyingly. really
3: glad. I love yeah. how you say that. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not like we
1: talk about them all the time, but I listened to those two songs so many times last yeah. year.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so for me, it was like, okay,
2: I like Stacy a lot. So I'm glad that they're able to continue on with this trajectory. Yeah. It's interesting you brought up their previous releases because when I first listened to Teddy Bear, I was like, this is very different from everything different. they've done before. Yeah, Like, Everything being in pink and, like, bright colors was kind of... Like, if you remember So Bad, their debut, and then pretty much every song that came after that, it was never, like, a super bright and, like, colorful mm-hmm. color palette that they had. So this was definitely a departure. Um, yeah, it
1: seemed like they went one standard deviation closer to Yo this time, which was an interesting choice. Yeah. Because, like, Run To You was... Eggio, but not, and then Beautiful Monster definitely wasn't. Mm-hmm. So, interesting. Yeah. yeah, I
0: think the concept works for them, though, because they're they're still very young. Yeah, it
1: still works. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, it's not that good. Gabe,
2: what did you think of Poppy? Oh, Pop... I really like Poppy, actually. <laughs> that was... I was debating between recommending that or Teddy Bear... And I decided to do Teddy Bear just because Poppy was, it was a the Japanese, pre- release Japanese release originally. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Poppy was also really good. And I think, you know, there's... I don't necessarily think Teddy Bear is like their previous releases in terms of sound, but it still seems to be very... Like, you can still tell it's a Stacy song. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how to explain it, really. But... Mm-hmm. It still has that same sound to it. I don't know if it's their intro where they say like Stacy girls or if it's the rapper in That's the middle, true. but it's still like a very, like it's a quintessentially Stacy release. That makes yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right.
1: Anyone else have any final thoughts on Stacy? Okay. So, thank you Gabe, I'll go ahead and go next. My recommendation this time around is going to be Keys Killer. So this song comes out of his uh, Shiny Key's second repackage album that he released last year. So last year he released Gasoline as part of his second full-length album. And on February 13th, so actually around the same time that Stacy came out with their comeback, Key came back with his second repackage with Killer. There's uh, several other songs on the album as well. Um, but in terms of Killer, it is what I see as an 80s-inspired kind of yes. Synth, yes synth pop release, which
0: mm-hmm.
1: also had a lot of electronic beats kind of in the background, which I really, really liked. Um, in terms of the concept of the video and also the album... There was a lot of, like, cars and motorcycles integrated with it. And when I first saw that, I was like, I would have really never expected Key to do, like, a motorcycle, car, fire concept. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just not really what I think of him. But I feel like he really made it work, work for him because he incorporated a lot of, like, car, motorcycle, and then spurts of like glam glitter and sparkles into it
0: which is
1: quintessentially (laughs) key so i was pleasantly surprised by that mixture of concept um what i also really like about key just like in general is that i just really feel like he could do it all and like the vocals are like solid 10 out of 10. The dance is 10 out of 10. Um, right. The outfits are 10 out of 10. Like, he can really do it all. This song was also, like, a bop. I, I, I would categorize it as a bop. Um, mm-hmm. Really consumable, really easy on the ear, really catchy. Um, I was reading a lot about... I was reading um, just some of the online reactions to it, and... They felt like, or and I agreed with this, that this would have been a really good follow-up to Bad Love, which is one of his also really popular releases mm. from 2021. Um, it's interesting that it followed up Gasoline, but yeah, people were saying that this was a good companion to Bad Love, so it is very also, um, also very key Um, But yeah, I really enjoyed the release. My favorite part about the choreo uh was when he goes like i'm a killer and then he reaches down and then he does like a spider going all the way up yes and i was like this is so cool even though i hate spiders and I'm yeah. arachnophobic quite frankly
0: yeah it's yeah. impactful it's such a simple move but it's like so there's like impactful. so much
1: going on he actually does it for quite a while I think it just, like, keeps yeah. going out. And he, he, like, looks right into the camera with his, like, strong, like, presence and visual. And, I don't know, I really <laughs> like that part. I probably watched it on a replay, like, two or three times the last couple <laughs> days. So that was really great. Um, that's my favorite part of the choreography.
3: Was, was this album, was it a repackage? Yeah, it's a repackage. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay.
1: Yeah, so there's only, uh, it's this song, and then there's, like, two other new songs on the album that came off of the... F- The second full-length, which was gasoline. Mm. Yeah, so gasoline was more of like an anthem, I feel. And this Mm -hmm. one was more of just like a a really, really solid pop hit. A synth pop hit. Which I think I thought he did really well.
3: (coughs) Um in terms of the 80s.
1: Yeah, 80s for sure. Um in terms of the lyrics, um, it's largely like a Reflection about not being able to forget someone after, like, a difficult breakup. And in my head, I don't know if this is actually true. I guess in my interpretation, he is, like, the killer in the relationship. Like, at least that's what I project because that's... He is, like, a savage, right? So Mm -hmm. he's not going to be moping around in a room. Like, he's going to be the one that's calling the shots and stuff. Yeah. so I feel like this this concept and the lyrics really fit well to who I know Key to be
0: yeah yes.
1: anyways any other thoughts? what would you all think about the song?
0: yeah I think that um, I really like his 80s concept with the album and the repackage I think it fits him really well um, I think that it's it's interesting how he always does like very serious <laughs> concepts when we know that he is not that serious in person. <laughs> He's or, a like, comedian his, now. Yeah, yeah. He, like his uh, his variety show, like TV show variety show personality is like very lively. You know, not intense and like hard hitting as his his comebacks. <laughs> Um,
1: but ultimately, just, like, his funny. performance is always top-notch. You would yeah. never know that he's, yeah. like, a variety king now.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, for real. For real. Um, I also like that... So the song was giving me... If I Maybe I don't know if it was, like, the word thriller, but it it kind of reminded me of, like... Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. uh-huh. but not, but not like like Halloween scary. No, yeah, but yeah, just yeah. Dark, dark, and yeah. then also because it's 80s, like also kind of that that same time period.
3: Now that you say I really that, I see it too, 100. percent It follows along the same sound.
0: Yeah, like 80s dance bop.
3: Mm-hmm. Agree. <laughs> okay. I really liked
1: it. I feel like everyone should give it give it a shot. And um, he's just like, I mean, he's just a staple in the K-pop world, essentially. Yes. That's that.
0: Yeah. All
1: right. Okay, so we're gonna move on then to Chris.
3: Yes. Okay. So mine my rec is not. It's kind of an old rec. Um, but not too old. This kind, con- this did release a little time ago, and it is from this group that, believe it or not, they've been together for 20 years. And so this wow. is, yeah, this is kind of like a celebration of that. Kind a little bit. Eh, we'll go into it. Um, but my rec is going to be Catch featuring Hwasa by Epic High.
1: thank you very much and fuck you?
3: This song is also kind of going with the 80s vibe. It is also very disco influenced. The whole album altogether has a very like lo-fi, like (laughs) slow feeling to it, you know? Um, So it's not per se a bop, and essentially I was reading over their um, article on Billboard, and so essentially what this song is supposed to be is like a fuck you anthem. And so Tablo was saying that there's kind of a duality to the song because on one end it's saying like no matter what you do, you can't catch up to me, like pretty much like I'm doing so much better, like I'm pretty much superior and you can't reach my status. But then it's also that duality of I want to be the one to catch you when you fall or anything like that. And so that's why they brought in Hwasa because they wanted to make it it, this type of song. And the way I took it as is that it's a fuck you song, but it's elegant. You know, it's not a very straight up. Exactly. Um... So then going into the album itself, Strawberry, um, in the article, they kind of do say that Strawberry was chosen as the motif because it's sweet and fresh. And that's kind of what they wanted their this album to represent, especially going into their twentieth year as a group. And then he starts yeah. going into more about like, but if you smash a, a strawberry, it's very fragile, but it'll leave a stain behind on your table, or I don't know. He was oh just, God. he was
0: very. Tap low his
3: meaning. I know his freaking <laughs> what is it? His PhD in English literature or whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, he was very into this whole thing about the strawberry representing this 20th year. Mm. And so apparently Epic High is here is was supposed to be their last album. Like not necessarily that they wanted to disband or anything. They still wanted to perform. They still wanted to, you know, do what they do, but they just weren't going to make albums anymore. Cuz But then Coachella came around and I guess they were just inspired by being on the road and so they wouldn't necessarily call this album an album, they said it's just a project because the album itself only has five songs. And so that's kind of when it first came out. That's a
0: Blackpink album.
3: (laughs) When it it first came out, I listened to it in the car because I was so excited. And then I like I looped back to this first song after like maybe half an hour, 45 minutes. And I was kind of like, that's that was it. Like, that's a really short album. Um, So it was really cool Mm -hmm. to see how they kind of didn't mean this to be an album. They wanted it they just had like musical inspiration that they just needed to get out. So it was really cool and it's still, I like every song on it. Um, tableau has a really good, oh my gosh, I lost it right now. Um, he has a very good rap into it where it's kind of like a monologue a rap monologue in it that is very very Tableau. <laughs> so yeah. Oh
0: really? Mm-hmm. Lots of Lots of symbolism and, and-
3: uh-huh. deep meaning deep meaning brings in COVID into the situation brings it's just really cool so yeah big fan of this album EP, it's an EP
0: yeah when I first found out about the album I saw I think Tableau's Instagram posts about it and how they were only going to promote this album via memes
3: memes, like, yes
0: <laughs> yes, and so they have like the ones that I've seen are like, uh, Regina Like it's a, the car, the 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 album artwork, and in the car is Regina George and that other blonde girl, and I think it was tableau, and the the caption was like, "Get in, loser. We're listening to Strawberry." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, which now makes sense that you say that they're like this is a very informal project of theirs because there isn't like a like a traditional or actual promotion strategy. You know, they're literally making memes and just tweeting them or like posting them or whatever, and that's it. I
3: mean,
1: they don't usually have like a strong like I feel like they don't really need to promote, right? Like they don't usually do much of this traditional promoting, right?
3: Yeah, they don't normally do the traditional yeah, promotion.
1: everyone knows when they release, and they just kind of do it like American style. Mm-hmm. They just yeah, mm-hmm. they don't
0: they don't make the rounds on the shows <coughs> yeah and stuff like that.
1: yeah they just go yeah they just do it because yeah.
3: they're just so senior.
0: <coughs> wow, I can't believe their last album was gonna be the last
3: one. Right, that's what when I read that I was like, but it also makes sense because they've been together for twenty years. That's a really long career.
0: I know, but like, when the last album came out, there was no, no like, heads up. Like, this is it, so, you know, ac- we're
3: done. There kind of was, so I kind of, I also read it in the article, because I also didn't interpret it as the last album. So you know how Epic High is here is, is part one and part two? Apparently, <laughs> the very last song of part two is Champagne. And so that was supposed to tie in to the very first song of part one. And so Champagne was their like, closing out. Oh. Yeah.
0: Fucking sad.
3: Yeah, I know. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, Quote, so we actually did decide internally that Epic High is here would sort of be the last album. Epic High is here. Part two ends with champagne, which is sort of going back to the very first song of our Oh, no, sorry, my bad of our first album, um, go on map of the human soul. It's like the curtain call. We were like, we've made so many albums and I don't think there's anything we can really say. So let's continue to be Epic High and perform but I'm not sure if we should ever make an album again. It was a, it was like a collective decision. Mm-hmm. So that was very okay, interesting well, to they're me. They're still releasing music so... Yeah, exactly. Like things are
1: alive <laughs> and well.
0: <laughs> yeah, so we can expect to not have regular releases from them.
1: Yeah. Whenever
0: they feel like it, they'll release something if they want but they're mostly just retired and for me
3: exactly i think they still want a tour they're going on tour again one year later yeah. so yeah so.
0: yeah i really like the song strawberry which is yeah. not even a song like it's like the interlude to the ep and mm-hmm. majority of the song is just an instrumental on piano yeah but, the, but it's it's really nice because the instrumental is like soul cafe vibes. Yeah, I was just gonna, it's
3: soothing. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, you're just like, imagine just looking out on the sunny day, sitting in the window, right in the cafe, sipping your latte, you have your headphones on, you have your laptop in front of you, maybe you're working from home, and you're just fucking chilling.
2: Sipping enjoying. your iced Americano.
0: Yes! Your iced Americano. (gasps) That's
3: exactly it. Tangent, I ordered my first iced Americano at a... (laughs) It was a Korean church, but I felt very (laughs) in. I felt accepted.
0: (laughs) Yeah, did you like it? It's very strong. I did,
3: actually. They do do a very good job at it. Love that for you. (laughs) Okay, with that in mind, let's transition
1: to Ashley, then.
0: Okay, so... In honor of my sweet husband, Becky. One out of three EXO
1: husbands. <laughs> husbands.
0: Yes, that's true. Oh In honor of him discharging from the military on February 5th, my recommendation is a B-side off his latest album, and the title is called Cry for Love. Every time that I cry, my sister for love was released on march 30 2021 uh the album that it released on is bambi so you guys probably remember the title bambi and then the main b-side which is amusement park
1: mm-hmm. uh, so
0: this is like the secondary b-side and he didn't really promote this it's just like an box,
2: <laughs> and
0: i like i i picked this song because it's been on the Trend R and Chill. I think that's the name of it. Spotify playlist. It's just a collection of like K R and B songs on Spotify. I'll link it in the description if you guys want to listen to it. But every time that song comes on, it's just like it Dude, just reminds me. Do you just stop in
1: your kitchen of, and I just be like,
0: swing. swaying? <laughs> yeah. Yes.
1: His long nose. Yes.
0: Yes. So similar to Key's song, Cry for Love is about a failed relationship that he can't get over. Um, In the chorus, I'll just read the English translation. Uh, It says, you made me feel so high, then you crashed me to the ground. I'm not good for love. I fall in love so easily. Um, uh, Lingering days and nights pass. I didn't know you as much as I thought but I fell too deeply for you. Was it really love?" So, it's like him fucking sad, you know? Every time that he cries, his, his tears don't ever dry. Like, he's <laughs> nonstop crying about this love that that he has lost. And it's just so powerful, you know? You can really feel the emotion uh-huh. when he sings and my favorite part of the song and i will loop this like i will i know the exact second that it starts to play it is the bridge after the second course and i have it cued here for you guys i just need oh, you okay. please spare me 20 seconds of your life <laughs> so you can listen to him sing the bridge of this song here we go because we're breaking up this time I cry love, baby. fucking amazing range he's amazing he's a beautiful singer
1: <laughs> he's tell jazz. me more ashley tell I me more keep going
0: i don't <laughs> like if you are if you are not a converted Stan after listening to him sing that run then we need to have a discussion because
3: um, you need to attend my meeting <laughs> I
0: yeah <laughs> I just
1: can't believe that like people that left for the military in 2021 it's now 2023 like they're done and they're ready to come back yeah I know they're back right. and in truth
0: in true SM fashion, right after hopping off the bus from the military, off the they head straight straight for the company mm. for a live. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and in that live, he he announced that he was working on an album and a concert. So you better win come win. to LA
1: too. That's I all yeah. I'm saying. So-
0: so this, this live happened after he was discharged, beginning of February. And then in, I won't go into like the SM hype drama, but in the series of videos that SM released, they released their SM 3.0 artist plan, which details all of the artists that are going, that they have planned to come out with albums massive. this massive. Massive. And tours. So... I'm not going to go into everyone. I'll just talk about Baekhyun's 2023 schedule. So, he has an EXO Studium studio album, his own mini album, his own world tour, world and Dang. world tour, Dang. and an EXO fan meeting. What was interesting about this 3.0 slide is that there wasn't any word of an Super M comeback. That's fine. Even though I know, which is fine. Like I'm, I'm, i That's fine. Like please. We'll we we'll album take a world tour. You know. Yeah. Like, I don't need a Super M album anymore. All, all of my players are here. They can go back <laughs> to their respective groups. True.
3: Right. But
0: yeah, it's just interesting that they didn't put that in the 3.0 plan, even though they announced it at, at the their en- New Year's. Oh, that's right.
3: Yeah.
0: Show. So. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Okay. I mean, there's a there's a lot in flux right now. So we'll who knows if this schedule happens. But I pray to God that it does. Dang, a back
1: World Tour. I'm in. I'm there. A
0: Becky World yeah. Tour. Yeah.
1: I think that this album. Um. Okay. Let me just I uh, comment on. Oh, a K-pop World Without Baekhyun was actually like his presence is very much felt that it was missing, I think. One, mm-hmm. because he's just a goofball and, like, you remember that? Like, he's known right. for that. Like, there's really no one, like... There, there are funny people, but there's really no one like Beckian. Mm-hmm. I feel. And yeah. his talent is very noticeable. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if we had a album that is as vocally... To this to this level of vocal capacity within right. the last two years, um, compared to Bambi, Bambi. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. I mean, I'm sure there is like an like a ballad singer somewhere who's killing there it. There was
1: for sure, but, but this was a very not notable noticeable same. one. Yeah, he
0: has. Yeah, this is-
3: such a talent like as far as his range like I feel like that can't be replicated right yeah
0: and he's in this lane of like pop R&B which is not, not a very popular lane and it's like he just fucking dominates that That genre. I
1: mean, yeah, you got your little NCT children just like bowing down to this boy for the last like I know (laughs) decade.
0: He's a man among men. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: Yes. Um, Beckyan, we'll wait for your. Will we will wait eagerly for the new release. I wonder what the reception's gonna be. Are people as hyped as we are? I don't know.
0: Yes, they are because he's like number one dude soloist in Korea. Like, wow. I don't know. I, that's that's a very like
1: maybe in your heart.
0: Don't quote me on that. In your okay? heart, I don't. In my heart, that's true.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Any other thoughts on
2: anything else as we wrap up here? I'm just looking at the SM 3.0 thing and it says that SM will debut NCT Tokyo, which will be the group's final expansion. Right. Yes. So I guess this officially is the nail in the coffin of NCT Hollywood. Yes,
0: actually we were talking about that this
2: morning. Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah, I was looking forward to NCT Hollywood just to see how it would play out. (laughs) Kind of like a, like a train wreck, you know, like you can't just, you can't look away. True. But, yeah, they did announce in this 3.0 video that it's the end of the NCT universe. Exp- and they're just the, It's the end focus- of the
1: expansion.
0: Expansion, right. And they're just going to focus on their existing artists.
1: Yes. So they're going to debut the, the last three. Who have already... No. Uh, what was it it's, Shohei?
0: It's going to be a five-member group. Yeah,
1: the three
2: of them, but then the two of them are already there.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. So they're, gonna- they're
2: not new. Wait. That's so, right does this mean right. Sungchan and Shotaro are finally getting work? Yeah, it's them two, and then three other members. So that's five. They've of
0: them. been getting a lot of work, actually. It's just yeah. in Tokyo. They're doing. They're not they're doing promotions like, main in Tokyo. And stuff. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They're like they put them to work on like variety shows. You know, they had a variety show with the new members. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to. They're trying to.
1: It's. Well, just a brief aside on that. It's interesting because they did a lot of Japanese variety. And there was this one clip that I sent to Ashley where it's now reversed for Sung Chan because he doesn't know Japanese. So Shotaro Uh. is helping him a lot. And I think it's bonded them closer together, those two. (laughs)
3: That
1: (laughs) that were dropped in the middle of nowhere 2020, right?
0: That clip was really sweet because, you know... Shitaro, when he debuted, he had only been a trainee for like two months. <laughs> Barely knew Korean, and Sun Chen really helped him. And now, in this same thing is happening. And in the video that Nathan is referencing, they're both crying <laughs> Balling, because they yeah. just bawling yeah. because they just feel so much like like gratefulness for each other, you know. And and they really like struggled in these new countries.
2: Mm. this might be the budding of a very close relationship <laughs> <laughs> i mean
1: if it already yeah. hasn't budded so yeah. okay well what's an episode where none of us wrecked nct to end off on nct <laughs> thank you to our listeners for tuning in we're on instagram at Idle talk pod if you have any um, content uh, that you'd like for us to discuss please let us know and email us idletalkpod at gmail.com we also have our content directory idletalkpod.wulu.ai where you'll see previous episodes categorized playlists song recommendations concerts and K drama reviews and also information about us and it can be found in our description of the episode here all right until next time I think we have another hot take hot talk coming up. So please (laughs) stay tuned for that.
0: Several.
1: And uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk to you all next time. Goodbye.
0: Bye. 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 Bye.